I have always been creating online because I care about women and I care about motherhood. And that has always been what has driven me into creating and sharing online. So you want to make an impact. You're thinking about starting a business, sharing your voice. How do women do it that handle motherhood, family, and still chase after those dreams? We'll listen each week as we dive into the stories of women who know. This is Call Me CEO. Hello, my beautiful, beautiful listeners. Thank you for tuning in to the Confidently Beautiful podcast. I am your host, Sierra. Today, we have a very, very special interview that I am so excited to share with you. I got to talk to Camille Walker. She is literally probably one of the kindest people in just the 30-minute conversation that we had. I have followed her for oh, I don't know. It seems like years. Um, and I've listened to her podcast. And so I felt like I know her already. <laughs> but I know it was, was only my first time actually interacting with her. Um, and she was so much fun to talk to. She is just so down to earth, extremely caring and very, very motivating. She has a way of explaining things that just I hope is going to really inspire you. We talked a lot about motivation. And she shared some of her best practices and best tips um, for feeling motivated and remembering to take care of yourself and feeling balanced. She is a mom. She has a blog called Mommy Style Blog. She has a VA coaching program. She matches her graduates from her program to business owners. She just does so much. I think you are going to learn a lot from her and be inspired by her. So let's go into the episode and dive right in. Thank you so much for joining on the podcast. I'm really excited to be talking to you. I've followed you for forever and I just admire you and I think you're awesome. So tell, I mean, I know you, but tell the listeners a little about you because they haven't been following you as long as I have. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, first off, thank you. I think I've been creating online so long now that sometimes I feel like, are people really listening? Am I talking to the void? So hearing that is always such a compliment. And I truly mean that. I, I have always been creating online because I care about women and I care about motherhood. And that has always been what has driven me into creating and sharing online. So to give a little background, I have been blogging now for almost 12 years at mymommystyle.com where my whole mantra there is embrace the mom you are, that no two mothers are the same. We're not meant to be. And trusting your gut and your instinct is what it's all about. But on that website, there are tips and tricks and recipes and lifestyle and, and travel like and all, all the, the mom that things. I, yes, <laughs> yes. Fashion, in, interior design. So it's like a little bit of everything, which has been beautiful because I've been able to build a wonderful business from home that I absolutely love. And as my kids have gotten a little older and wanted a little more privacy and we're not talking as much about like nap time and um, tricks for potty training and things like that, I started to lean more into how I could help mothers in business because my husband and I have paid off our home and that was a big, big goal for us where I thought, man, I love being a mom. That's my number one everything But I really find a greater sense of satisfaction in who I am and allowing myself to discover talents and hobbies and share online. So that's why I started the blog in the first place. So in the last two years now, I've switched over to helping women in business. So I help women build their own virtual assistant businesses. And I also coach busy entrepreneurs who are moms trying to balance it all. And I help them hire 
virtual assistants that graduate from my program. So it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of become this beautiful machine. So my weekly episode podcast is Call Me CEO, which is where I share stories of mothers building business. So every week we talk about like life lessons or specific industries of businesses you might be curious about building yourself or tactical tools. I mean, each episode kind of includes all of that, but I just think that the journey of a mother and a woman is so fascinating because we all carry so many attributes and talents and gifts that I, that's like my favorite thing is learning about people and sharing and, and realizing that we, it takes a village in all aspects of our lives. And I think that that's where we can truly enjoy all aspects of ourselves. So a little bit of a personal side. Um, I'm married. I've been married uh, about, what is it? 18 and a half years. I feel so old. (laughs) And I have four kids and I'm right in that like crazy taxi mode of like, I have a son who's 14 daughter, who's 12. And my two little boys are nine and six. So that's it. Like I just, I live in Utah. I love to be outside. I love, um, I love people and I love learning. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. That's awesome. Well, and I will say about your podcast, even though it is like a mom with like running their businesses and you do talk to a lot of business owners, mm-hmm. it's so applicable to just moms in general. Like I yes. I find that like, I mean, yes, I do have my own business and I've always dabbled in a whole bunch of different things, but it's just, there's so many things <laughs> that you talk oh, about I and, I, and I love all the guests that you have on there. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't have a business, eh, I don't like her business, her podcast isn't going to work. No, it totally will. <laughs> like, cause we're all the CEOs Yay, of our you. own home. Like, yeah. Yes, you know, which honestly, I've thought about changing the name because I'm like, I don't want it to deter any mom because it does apply to everyone in so many aspects. Yeah. So thank you for saying that because yeah. I really that's that's what I hope to portray. Yeah, it's awesome. So go check her out. <laughs> um, Thanks. <laughs> Okay, so we are going to talk a little bit today about motivation. So okay. you obviously are extremely motivated. You've paid off your house. You have businesses. You you train and you coach people to mm-hmm. own their own businesses and run their own businesses. So tell me, like, what do you do every day to stay motivated? Like, what helps you? Yeah. Oh, you guys. So here we are at the end of January. January is one of the hardest months for my husband and his work. Like, he comes home... <laughs> nearly every day saying, I hate January and, uh, you know, and for me, I think January's I'm my birthday is in January. So I'm like, come on. It's my so birthday. It's it's yep. that, yes. that, oh, yay. Yes. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank so I'm you. Like, that, that redeems it a little bit. Right. But yep. here's the thing about motivation is that we all go through slumps of having times that we don't feel motivated. And I first and foremost want you to remember that that is perfectly normal, that that is, that is, I think, and maybe this is faux pas to say, but I think it's normal to feel those moments and it should be what should be that way where there are times that our system is like shutting down, you know, like where your body is telling you, you need to check your balance of like what's going on. Um, in fact, this came to mind because we were having technical difficulties just before we were recording and I said, let's just unplug and reconnect. Let's unplug and reconnect. And it was on the second, third time that the system was like, okay, yeah, we're into this now. And, you know, I think, I think that's how we are, that there are times that we need to unplug and reconnect, unplug and reconnect. And that is perfectly the way we were designed for moments of, you know, taking times to rest Mm -hmm. and then coming back into it with refresh 
energy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. So is there something specific that you do? Like, like something that the listeners could take and be like, okay, I can do that to like, help me like to Mm -hmm. unplug and refresh. Like, what do you personally do? I know it's gonna be different for everyone, but what do you do? Yes, yes, yes. Well, I love this topic. So I could talk about this for a long time. So first and foremost, I would tell you to create a list of things that make you feel joy. I call it a joy list. And you need to have this at the ready. So for me, I do like to write on paper. I I feel like there's a really cathartic, like mind body connection when you do that. However, we don't always have that paper with us. So I would start on paper, but then I would suggest to put it in the notes of your phone so that you have it and you have access to it. So if you're feeling a slump and you're like, ugh, today's just garbage, which sometimes they are, (laughs) but you're like, okay, I need to, I need to refuel. How am I, how can I unplug and reconnect? How can I refuel? How can I feel joy? So for me, something that that would include, and this can change through the seasons of your life, you know, depending on if you have babies at home or, or teenagers or both. Yeah. In your case, <laughs> Some people have both. <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I'm out of that baby phase and wow, it's, it's crazy having a quiet house during the day. It really is bizarre. But listen, over the past decade, when I've been building my business online, it hasn't been that way. And I've never had a nanny and not to like toot my own horn. Like that's a super woman thing. I think that women are very good at multitasking, but they're also really good at taking on too much. Mm -hmm. So, okay. We're going to talk about that in a second because the joy list. So joy list is something that makes you feel or hear or taste or smell that makes your body come alive, your soul, your spirit, all of it. So for me, A big piece of that is getting outside, even if it's cold, even if you're tired and breathing fresh air. Maybe you don't have the energy to walk or hike, but maybe you have the energy to walk through the snow or the grass and like breathe in the air and just connect and slow down and think about just think your thoughts. So Mm -hmm. that would, that's one for me. Um, I also have like go-to music that like I really love that either pumps me up or I have this, um, I'm in a hurry and I have about three and a half minutes, but I don't want to stress about it. I want to just have it a timer where I'm like, okay. I, and so for me, this is weird, but this is, uh, for me, it's between the lines by Sarah Bareilles. Uh-huh. And if I'm in a hurry and I'm like, okay, I have about three minutes and I'm going to hurry and clean up this kitchen, or I'm going to hurry and finish my makeup or my hair or whatever. I put that on Alexa and I sing to it as I I'm finishing up that last bit. So I'm not like, uh, like really panicky, but also like, oh, I can sing through this. And by the time I'm done with this song, I'm going to be ready to go. And it's kind of weird. No, I I think it's awesome. Well, because it probably, especially having the same song, I would imagine it like cues your brain. Like, okay, like this is okay. Like we can do this really quick and like power through. And yes, it probably really does. Yes. And for me, a lot of times it's like at the end of the day where my kids, it's like dinner's over. I'm cleaning up the kitchen. I hate coming down to a messy kitchen in the morning. So I really try to power through no matter how tired I am Mm -hmm. to like get that kitchen cleaned up by the end of the day. And so if my kids complain, I'm like, well, this is my, this is my zone to like, you've helped do your dishes or whatever. I'm going to turn this music up as loud as I need to because yeah. I need to power through this. And you can survive and, for three minutes listening right? to it. Yes. And, and so they kind of know, like they have, they know the soundtrack of my life. If there's a way of saying that, like they know the music and they also c- kind of see that. So that's one music. Another one is what I call a walk and talk, which is like, I get together either 
on the phone, on a treadmill or in person on a track mm-hmm. or outside. And I walk and talk to some of my favorite people who help me process hard things. That's good. Where if like, if you just fit, uh, like mentally feel stuck or maybe you're just like busy and you're just like, oh, I need to work this out. Uh-huh. And I think a lot of times hearing ourselves talk out loud and process things helps us to it's like therapy, right? Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. also physical. So you're like able to move your body, sort through your thoughts and get through something hard. Yeah. So I, I would say those are my top three is like that. the walk and talk, the the music and then a joy list. And of course, joy list that can go on and on. That could be things that that bring you joy, whether it's like moments of peace, meditation, reading a book, talking to a friend, eating a special chocolate you know, mm-hmm. watching a special show. But the thing about watching a show, and I'd be careful about that, is that you can easily slip into the Netflix binge, the yes. Netflix binge, or like you can easily slip into the the TikTok scroll or the Instagram scroll where you're like, oh, where did that last hour go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So pick something maybe a little specific, like just. Yeah. Yeah, that you can mm-hmm. or put to. on a timer. Yeah, like if you really love, good. if you really love TikTok and, or or Instagram, and you're like, yeah, but I love to just let my. That's like your, I call it a brain fart moment where yeah. you're just like, I just need a veg here for a minute, mm-hmm. and that's totally fine. Like one of John Lennon's quotes that I love the very most is, "Time enjoyed wasted is not wasted." So I think if you're like, it's purposeful, and you're like, no, like I'm going to set this timer and I'm going to respect that time, then do it. Like if that's the thing that makes you feel awesome yeah. then do it but if but if it isn't then recognize that like really take inventory of your life and what how you feel that's really good thank you for that um so kind of going along with something you do every day what do you, do you have a morning routine do you do the same thing every morning what, what does your mornings look like uh, you know this I believe in the miracle morning if you've ever read that yes I have I don't wake up at 4 30 like that's just not the phase of my life that I think it's funny because I think as moms specifically, nights are not always our own. Mm-hmm. Like we can't always predict how much sleep you're going to get or if a kid's going to have a nightmare or if someone's going to wake up sick. Right. And so I feel like as mothers, we really need to, or parents, parents in general, we really need to be respectful of recognizing that. Um, but I do know that if I give myself time for myself before I engage with my kids, I'm always better. I'm better for them. I'm better for myself. Um, so last year I would get up every morning and go to Pilates at 630 in the morning and I'd get back and I was ready to attack the day. Well, I recently had a surgery in August and so I, that's not my routine anymore. So now I get up in the morning and I'll put workout clothes on, but now I'm walking mm-hmm. and I am taking time. I usually listen to audio as I'm waking up. Um, I always have a book that I'm listening to, whether it's in the morning or the night. Um, so I do audio, I do prayer. I'm trying to make meditation a part of more of my daily routine. And I, I can't say they do it perfectly, but that's something I'm, I'm trying to do better. And then I get some movement in. But I think the key is to create time for yourself. Yeah. So you can, so you can ground yourself. And so whatever that looks like, it could even be just five minutes. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I did a podcast episode. It was one of my very first episodes and we we talked about morning routines. And over the last little while, I have really tried to find a good morning routine and something Mm -hmm. that like really hit me as 
I'm, I mean, my kids are six, four, and one. So, I mean, they're yes. little. And I was like, how am I going to, like, I get a good morning routine and then I have another baby. Like, and so it's like mm-hmm. always, it was always frustrating to me. Like, when am I ever going to have that time for me in the morning? And then I realized just what you said, like, it doesn't have to be like this big one hour, two hour morning routine. It could even just mm-hmm. be five minutes. And so I talked about that in that episode that I did and how, um, so what I personally do is I do the same things every day, but the amount of time I spend on each thing is different different depending on the season mm-hmm. of my life mm-hmm. and so like even like summertime i can usually have a longer morning routine because like my kids are just entertained playing with their toys or whatever we're not rushing to school but you know early morning school times like i'm not going to be able to spend a significant amount of time doing a morning routine mm-hmm. so i think that's really important to know and it really helps to feel like you didn't fail <laughs> like sometimes i feel yeah. like I've, I've already failed and it's morning <laughs> like you know right. so i love that you mentioned that that like even if it's five minutes it's still mm-hmm. really good um, okay. So what, I mean, there's so much, and I think some, sometimes it can be really overwhelming to hear all of the, you should do, I mean, this morning routine or this workout or this, um, macro counting or do mm-hmm. be this kind of parent. And there's so many really, really good things. They're not bad things, but it sometimes can be a little bit overwhelming. And then you sometimes can lose your motivation because you're like, well, I'm just not going to do anything. <laughs> so what do you have a tip that for somebody who is like, there's something that maybe they really do want to do it, or they feel like they need to be doing it? Like, what's a tip for you to help them to get that motivation to just do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I have two, two parts that I really love about this. So one of the first things I do when I'm coaching moms, cause I do coach moms about balancing life, even if there's not a business involved. I, this is one of my passions that I love is that I would start with where you want to go first. Like what, what is the reason why you want to get this certain goal? That's the number one thing, because I think that you need to figure out, well, where am I going so that I know how to break this down? And then the next thing is to figure out what is the next best step every single day so that you're not always thinking about that end like, oh, I'm going to this is exactly how I'm going to break it down and it's going to be perfect and it's going to be just like this. Mm-hmm. Maybe some days you wake up and your kids are all sick. And yeah, you have that end goal in mind and like what your reason or for wanting that goal is. But for today, you have to reevaluate and just figure out what that next best step is. And maybe that next best step for that day is to rest. Yeah. You know, and so that's part one. Part two is I believe that movement creates motivation. So if you're physically or let's say you're mentally blocked, where maybe you're like in a spinning cycle of, of like a thought Or maybe you're in a cycle of like, just something has you in a funk, whatever that thing is that Mm -hmm. maybe the kid, you have a kid that's tantruming, or maybe you have a thought of like, not feeling like you're enough, or maybe you're feeling like physically, you're not where you want to be. Whatever the thing is, I feel like movement creates motivation. So even if it's just physically moving yourself from like one couch to the upstairs to let's fill up our water and go get a drink. I help, I feel like that helps get you out of spinning cycles of, of that moment yeah. because some, I feel like sometimes we just get stuck physically. And so the movement, the actual physical movement is like, Oh, now I'm thinking new thoughts and I have a new trajectory and I'm, 
feeling more motivated. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. And probably also, I would imagine like a change of environment, like you, like yes. you're moving from one room to another room. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're mm-hmm. in the same house, but it probably mm-hmm. does a lot just that moving. Yeah. Also. And it applies to that tantruming kid because uh-huh. you could even turn to them and say, I know you're having a really hard time right now and that you're feeling upset and I'm feeling upset too. I need a minute. So I'm going to sit in this other room and I just, I just need to think quiet for a minute and, and I'll come back. Mm-hmm. And I just need a minute here. Yeah. And so I think it signals to your child too, like, I'm not leaving far. Like we're trying to sit, figure out what this solution is that we need to sort out together, but I need to remove myself for a minute. Yeah. And, and I think that that allows them, cause I've, I've done this with my kids and as they've gotten older, well, a lot of times it's like, okay, I need you to go to your room and think about this. And I know you're upset. And when you're ready, usually it's, they need to apologize yeah. when you're ready <laughs> When you're calmed down and you're ready to apologize, come on down. We're excited to have you back, but this isn't working right now. And so I think that it get just giving that motivation of either for yourself or for your kid or for whatever that is. Uh I feel like removing yourself from that situation, getting new environment, allowing your body to like think new thoughts is it's good for everyone. Yeah, that is good. Do you have any advice for like, like I mentioned, like all that noise, all that do this, do this, do this, do this, Mm. and like to not be overwhelmed and to stay motivated in what's actually going to be beneficial for you in your time of life right then? Mm -hmm. Do you have anything Mm -hmm. to say about that? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I feel like we live in the fire hose generation, where it's like, if you hop online, you're going to find people telling you everything you should be doing. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it's not that it's bad. It's just, it's a lot for our mind to compute. Like, can you imagine any other time of any other era of anyone living on the earth ever that could turn on a little box or turn on a screen and have someone telling them, these are the 18 things that you should be doing to be living a better life as a wife, sister, mother, brother, father, coach, trainer, teacher, whatever. Yeah. And like, I think it's a lot for our mind to compute. It is like, it's just, it's a lot. So I think that that's where you really need to evaluate. What are, what are the three things I like? This goes back to what I was about to say earlier before. What are three things that I really want to focus on in this season of my life? And for women, I like to look at seasons either as a month or three months. What is this season? What are those three things that you really want to move the needle in and you need to let everything else go? Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Well, and it's it's kind of encouraging because it's like, well, okay, I'm not going to focus on my fitness, for example, in this month, in this season or in this three month season, Mm -hmm. but I'm not throwing it out the window completely. Like, Mm -hmm. and so I like that because it can just like, it can help you to stay what you need to be motivated because all those things online are not bad. You know, we said that like, they're not bad, but maybe just ignore them for three months. Is that kind of what you're saying? Like, yeah. And you can, and here's the thing is that you don't have to unfollow that person. You can mute, you can mute them so that maybe there've been times in my life where I have known mentally, I'm not in a space where I can compute the information that they're sharing. Mm -hmm. It's just not a good time for me. And so you can mute them and say, I'll see you in a little bit. 
Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Um, well, it has been so fun talking to you. I could literally talk to you all day. <laughs> it's so fun. Um, I like to end all of my interviews with this question. Um, and it does not have to be motivation related, just whatever it comes to you. Um, but do you, what is one thing you do each day that helps you to stay confident and bring your confidence out? Yes. What a good question. Um, I think a really good sense of confidence is knowing who you are. And so for me, I really love to surround myself with people that know who I really am, where I have kind of built this public persona where I create so much online that I feel like I need to filter um, that space and really give myself time to remember who I am. So for me, building that confidence, ooh, I mean, I feel like it's a lot of little things that I do every day, but probably one big one is staying connected with God and having a source of that inspiration where I know he knows who I am. And so connecting with him, like through prayer, meditation, not that I'm perfect at it, Mm -hmm. but I think just having a sense of like people who really surrounding yourself with people who know you and that, you know, you, you know, like really investing that time in your, your value and your worth. Um, and I feel like people around you can be a mirror for you. And so just surrounding yourself in, in that positive light is, is where I build that confidence because I really try to create a sense of who I am that way. I love that. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Can you tell our listeners where they can connect with you? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I am at CamilleWalker.co. So if you're interested in like coaching or you're wanting to build your own virtual assistant business or hire a VA, all of that information is there. That's also my Instagram handle on Instagram. However, I have a second Instagram handle at call me CEO podcast, which is specifically about people that I'm interviewing and sharing their stories and motherhood tips. And you can also, of course, go to mymommystyle.com if you're looking for a website stuff for motherhood recipes and all the things. Yeah. Do you still update that blog? All the time. All the time. That's so fun. I, yeah, yeah, I didn't I have know a, that about you. I have you. a team. Yeah. Oh, you I do? I have a team that, yes. Oh. So that's how I've been able to build my business is I trained people to help work and build out what I have built. And then I was able to branch off into talking more about motherhood and business. That's awesome. Because you can only yeah. do so much. I mean, right? you're superwoman, but you're not, you can't do everything. Yeah, so exactly. Yes, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Camille. This was so fun to talk to you. And, um, I hope that we can maybe have you on again someday again. <laughs> like, I don't know, because I am I know you have so many good things that you could talk about. So thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, CEOs, thank you so much for spending your time with me. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, please let me know in a comment and a five-star review. You could have the chance of being a featured review on an upcoming episode. Continue the conversation on Instagram at Call Me CEO Podcast. And remember, you are the boss.